Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. A few weeks back, ChatGPT hit the news or hit the social media channels and everything. And there's been this amazing upswing about how amazing this piece of AI, this text-driven AI system is. And lots of opinions about whether it's good or bad. And it's time to add my thoughts to that growing list of people making a comment about it. For those that have not heard of ChatGBT, it is a, a large language model created by OpenAI. It is designed to understand natural language and input and generate human-like responses in a wide range of topics. So you can ask it any question and it will go away and it will probably trawl the internet and it will collect a series of responses and put them together and it sounds almost human. I mean, the, there is something slightly wrong with it in some of the text, but you can ask it to refine it and it will produce a piece of text that is that could have been written by someone. And I'm guessing that over time it will improve and it will be able to generate a response in a style of someone. So it is quite an amazing piece of technology. For me, the development of AI is just another one of those things along the road of human development that changes how we interact with each other and how we interact with the world. With each new piece of technology, I think what we lose is authenticity, that in the moment, that in the moment discovery. When we consider human development and how information originally travelled around the planet or between humans, initially a nomadic people, and information travelled by stories, travellers collecting stories and passing stories on, oral traditions. And that pretty much continued right up until the 15th century, pretty much. Because there were books, things were written down, but writing was a very exclusive process, a very expensive process, because each thing had to be written by hand by someone. So though, although writing existed for many, many years, reproduction of that was very rare until the Gutenberg press arrived. And Gutenberg changed everything. Now, although it was expensive to write to create big books like Bibles, it wasn't. It was relatively cheap to create pamphlets and things and short stories. And this is where the oral traditions started to be lost because now stories were being written down. And as the cost of books dropped, more and more stories were written down and collected. Fairy tale people that gathered together these stories. They took the oral traditions and wrote them down. People like Hans Christian Andersen and the Brothers Grimm. And that was the first piece of the human connection that was removed because now we've got a piece of writing, a story that can be reflected perfectly each time. Whereas an oral tradition is very, very flexible. And then we moved on to music. Going back 150 years, everybody sang or made music. 
And making music together was something that everybody did. Everyone did something. It was, it was, it was the thing. It was the entertainment. We all got together and we sing together. Hearing a piece of professional music played was a highlight of someone's life. Going to see an orchestra playing a piece of classical music would have been a big event. And you would probably only ever hear that piece of music once. And then, in the early 20th century, recorded music arrived. When that arrived, it totally changed how music was viewed or performed. Because everybody could hear something. Everybody had access to records, to the recorded sound. Admittedly, early on, it wasn't very good, but it got better. And then when you think about books, books had now become a major form of entertainment. Certainly in Victorian times, people would sit around as a family and they would be in the book together. They would read the book together. So reading out aloud was a skill we all had. And everyone would share the story and explore the story in the reading. It was fun to be reading together. And then, of course, moving images arrived, film. And when that arrived, storytelling took on a new form. Because no longer did you have to create the pictures in your mind by reading the book. Someone had created the pictures for you and had them moving on a screen. And now you could see these pictures move. You didn't need to read anymore. And the prevalence of reading started to drop. Well, actually, book reading didn't drop. But the idea of it being a human, a collective pastime did. The idea of it being something we all joined together with changed. And that status quo was pretty much the same for many, many years. And up until right, I was born into that status quo. But the internet arrival in the early 21st century really has shifted everything. Because now music was no longer something that was bought. It was downloaded or stolen for free. The whole idea of buying an album now in today's in today's world, it's just not there anymore. Who buys an album now? It's downloads, it's streaming, it's groups of music. You very rarely listen to an entire series of tracks from one artist. It's all streamed playlists. And music has become a background. People have to have a, a, a soundtrack to their lives. Unheard of a hundred years ago. And now we had the same with streaming of film and movies. So once upon a time, film came and went. And of course, when a film had gone, it was very difficult to see it again. The advent of video and DVDs and now streaming services make everything available instantly. And all of these things change our relationship with the material. It commodifies the material. So you think of how people binge watch something. It's not seen as something that's quality, it's, it's binge-watched. And all of this reduces our capacity for attention span, probably. And now the final things coming in is ChatGBT. And this is the first of the AI developments that's actually making a major impact. A lot of my colleagues and friends have been saying, oh, it'll never replace writing, it'll never do something, it'll never do this, it'll never do that. Mm. And what did the early recordings sound like? And what did the early mobile phones look like? ChatGBT is the first of a long line of these things that will suddenly become so indistinguishable from the human human voice or the human um, creation. Except in one thing, and I'll get to that in a minute. You know, if we took this to the nth degree, 
this idea of creating words or even creating visuals in the moment with enough data and enough information it will be quite possible to create a story or a book that was unique for you and read it to you and that's probably where we will head where unique fiction will be created for you you will ask ChatBT to tell you a story about this and this and this and it will create it for you is that the world we want to live in good question these are the questions that we're not asking at the moment how deep do we want AI to go with us so while this is a reflection today about where AI is leading us what I am appreciative of the whole process it's getting me to think about how much I value the written word and what is unique about it so one of the things that's actually very unique about pieces of music and the written word is that they have the capacity to touch us they have the capacity to to move us to move our emotions and i wonder i do wonder if ai will ever have the capacity to do that and maybe it will i don't know there is one area where it, i i i challenge whether it will ever get there you know when you, when you see an actor or a singer performing something and they are clearly moved by it you can see the emotion moving them would ai ever be able to replicate that would it be convincing enough that i would think they were emoting i've got nothing to offer you today on this i literally have posted this today because it's something that i am thinking about part of me is impressed by the technological achievement and part of me is frightened by what it what it could mean uh, frightened is probably too strong a word concern what it should mean what it could mean for for the likes of my son and and his generation we are entering into a brave new world aren't we in that respect with ai and you know and a joke of it you know we jo- we've all seen the bloody films we all know where this leads in the end and i do wonder whether we're just walking ourselves into our own extinction this has been touched on before A series of books I read a couple of years ago by Yuval Noah Harari really changed my perspective on on human development and where we are and I really recommend all of his books from Sapiens to 21 Lessons in Homo Deus. But in Homo Deus he points out this idea of data and the fact that big data is probably one of the biggest um challenges that we face because when you collect enough data about someone when you know everything they're doing because you're measuring all of that data and all of their likes and dislikes then you have the opportunity to completely control their life to give us stuff we want because you know what we wanted before every need or desire can be met by a machine where does it leave humanity to go because if you're totally satisfied by your gadgets and gizmos around you where is the drive to go and do something new interesting stuff isn't it really you know we all get hooked into the latest series the late the latest series the latest and we take some time out from 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 reality to go and enjoy those series but what would happen if your devices kept you in that space is it any wonder that people discover so much more when they go through a digital detox and stop using their device for a while suddenly fresh thinking starts to arrive and that is my thought for today it's nothing more than a than a series of thoughts around this idea that and that really is my thinking for today this idea about 
where are we heading? Where are we taking ourselves? Now, one of the things about the, the podcast, it's always been about how do we live a good life? And AI and its associated tools give us the opportunity to have a totally managed good life. And the question is that we have to ask ourselves, how to be really challenging this, is, is that what we want? Do we want to sleepwalk ourselves into a life where we are actually managed people rather than people managing ourselves? Because that is what the, the, the opportunity that AI brings. I mean, there are enough existential crises around in the world at the moment, but you know, this one is about the convergence of it. We need to be aware of it and ready to take action on it. And I don't know what that action looks like at the moment. But all I'm saying is that this cannot be allowed to take over humanity. And if we don't actually stand up and say, it's not going to happen, it will happen. I'd be fascinated in your thoughts on this today, because I have explored this, and maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, maybe I'm not, but I would really appreciate other people's thoughts on this, because I think this, where this is heading will fundamentally change who we are as human beings. Put this as a question in your journal. If you are journaling, how do I feel about this? If you've never thought about it, give it some thought, because I think it is really, really valuable. You know, some people would really appreciate having their life managed for them. There's no doubt about it. Some people would absolutely be delighted to live within this framework, and some people would not. And the question is, how do we balance everyone's needs and wants? So journal on this one. Have put down some thoughts. You know, how would I respond to my all my my thoughts and needs being being met? Anyway, as always, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please, please, please share it with a friend because that is how people like yourself find good podcasts, and it helps us explore and move this project forward because we are about spreading the news how to live a good life. And on that subject, do check out the website. If you're looking to get stuff done, check out the resources tab. The five questions is a perfect start point for putting your life in order. And if you actually want to get stuff done, check out Focus Coaching because that is the next step to getting things moving. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I will catch you next time. All the best.